0: adult content and is intended for immature mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The views spoken are ours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty get on with the
0: show.
2: Well, and welcome, welcome to 2016 and uh, another year of uh, disaster After Dark. I am um, Nick,
0: and I'm Paul D, um, soon to be the other Paul again. More to be revealed there.
2: Yes, indeed. So um, don't worry for anyone that's concerned. And I know a lot of podcasts for some reason seem to be doing a lot of uh, personnel changes at the moment. But uh, but uh, Mr Boniface is still around. I mean, you heard his dulcet tones um, at the start of the show there anyway. But, um, yeah, he's still very much with us, just very busy at the moment and unable to to join us as much as he'd like to. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had a team uh, discussion about what we should do with his uh, continued absence and felt the show could do with a little bit of new blood. So, um, you know, we thought we'd like to increase... Uh, the membership once again, and, uh, also Mr. Lucas isn't available tonight either for this show, unfortunately. So, uh, he's still very much a part of us as well. Um, but we have had two people who have, uh, raised their hands, said that, uh, they love doing stuff for free, um, love the abuse online that they're going to hopefully get from, from people <laughs> listening and, uh, wanted to join the show. So, um, we have two new members of, of the team and, uh, well, we'll let, uh, Chris, introduce yourself first.
1: Oh, hi everybody. Yeah, I was on last time around. It's uh, Chris Ripley, author of the unofficial story and guide to Halloween Horror Nights. Indeed. Hello, Chris.
0: And, Welcome back. And we've How you doing?
2: got uh, another guest and uh, also another new host. And uh, as, as Mr. Stone alluded to, uh, and it seems to just be a nasty habit with us. Uh, <laughs> we seem to only be able to trap people with the name Paul. Um, <laughs> so it is another Paul. Mr. Paul, would you like to introduce yourself?
3: Yeah, um, my name's Paul Washington. I was uh, on a few podcasts back um, talking about Disneyland Paris. Um, so yeah, I'm back again. And a runner as well. Yeah. As well, <laughs>
2: official official runner of Dysart yeah. After Dark at the moment. I wouldn't
3: go that far. Well, <laughs> you're,
2: you're probably running more than the rest of us at the moment, so there is there is that.
1: <laughs> but, I used uh, to do a bit of running, but I haven't done any since. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 just was it, it school or... No, no, no. I did. I did one run Disney race, and it was, oh wow, it was so difficult. I didn't want to do any more. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Because so, yeah, I mean, I,
2: I, um, famously was uh, was running a few years back until, um, injury stopped me, and I haven't been able to um, to start again since. But enough about our running and everything like that. Um, you know, Diz after dark wouldn't really be an episode of Diz after dark, um, unless I said, um, guys, what are we drinking?
0: Um, okay. I'll- Whoa, go oh, for sorry, Paul, know, right. go for it. Sorry, Paul. That's all right, go for it, Chris. Oh,
1: I was gonna say I'm uh, the one I'm drinking, I don't know how you pronounce it, it's a strawberry based cider. It's re really called the league. Oh, recalled the league, yeah. Yeah. You know it? You know yeah. it? Oh yeah. yeah. Well yeah, I, I, no, I, no I saw it in the supermarket and um I didn't realise that it's actually the base of a few Disney cocktails, so Really, uh, yeah. it is, yeah, 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 I, I looked it up, and um you can um it's the base of a couple of cocktails up at the californian grill in in paris no in uh in in Florida, wow, yeah, mm. wow, who'd have thought I didn't know they had it in Florida, but there you go, yeah. no, but I no, suppose sure. there's a
2: few there's a few unusual drinks that you know um. Uh, impulsive drinks that they have because of, I suppose, Epcot and stuff like that. So, but that's interesting. I never knew. Well, there you go. They're out there. See, not only that, we've got two new uh, co-hosts on the show, and they're already overshadowing the uh, the original <laughs> ones with their Disney <laughs> concoctions. Um, Mr. Washington,
3: um, I'm being really boring because I'm struggling a little bit with a bit of cold. Um, so I've gone for the, the only real hot drink that any Disney fan should be drinking: hot chocolate.
2: <laughs> oh, I was well, I thought you were gonna say Bovril but um, <laughs> no. not for any particular reason to be honest, but uh fair enough. Mr D.
0: Um just just for Paul's benefit, we have found on this show in the past that uh Lemsip with your shot of your chosen alcohol does actually work wonders it mm. doesn't actually cure anything but you feel better mm. for, for just not you out for a while yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's always fun so so i'm drinking a bottle of big wave golden ale so there's a connection there to typhoon lagoon but it's made by the kona brewing company k-o-n-e as in the kona cafe and mm. uh thanks to my daughter heather who bought me that for the podcast for christmas cheers well
2: oh, that is very thoughtful it was thinking of uh her dad in the podcast thank you very much yeah she um, is
0: old enough to buy alcohol i've got to i should add that in
2: yes yes yeah it's it would be different story if my daughters have bought uh, bought me any alcohol
0: <laughs> we she don't condone we don't condone the corruption of minors on this podcast
2: since when <laughs> 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 have we changed the rulebook since we've got new people on um, now you mentioned lemzip
0: mm. uh,
2: which kind of leads allures to what i'm going for so um not like Mr. Washington. I'm also uh, fighting off a cold, but I've had my my shots of uh, of mucus cough medicine. <laughs> By the way, that it doesn't contain mucus. It's uh, anyway. Um, but you mentioned LemZip, mm. and during our hiatus over the Christmas break, uh, we lost Lemmy, the uh, the lead singer of uh, of Motorhead and yeah, rock right. legend. Mm. Um, so I thought in tribute to him. Uh, I still have my soft, so I've got my Pepsi Maxi Cherry, which is just kind of open up there, Uh, but in the glass, already a little bit warm, is some Gentleman Jack, so uh, that's my tribute to uh, Lemmy, not known as Lemzip as far as I know by anybody. (laughs) but uh, I'll stand to be corrected if that is indeed the case. And if anyone wants to correct us, of course, they can visit our website at www.disafterdark.com or they can email us at podcast at disafterdark.com.
0: And we're on Twitter, of course, at disafterdark, facebook.com forward slash disafterdark. You can find us there also.
2: Yes. Uh, And also uh, blogspot.co.uk forward slash disafterdark, I believe as well. Or it could be disafterdark.com uk, but either way type those words into Google it will come up or ask Jeeves or no one, no one uses Bing do they is Jeeves still going I
0: don't know no idea
2: no <laughs> no but I'm sure I'm sure somebody out there will let us know because they do tip, like to uh... type
0: into Google is Jeeves still gone <laughs> see what happens there'll you. be some explosion the internet will collapse break the internet the internet yeah. will eat itself <laughs> Yes.
2: So, um, we did, uh, as, we, as we said, it was uh, a new show, new year. So, we did put uh, a note out on the interweb via Ask Jeeves, uh, AltaVista, AOL, <laughs> um, who else Other could we redundant search engines
1: are available. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
2: um, and we did get some questions in, um, you know, not not just for the new guys, but, uh, you know, in general. So, I thought we'd, we'd kick off the show with, with some of those. Uh, and the first one, um, I believe, is from somebody called Craig Lucas, who I'm sure has got a connection with the show somehow. Um, who said like to.
0: <laughs> You've unfriended him, did you say? <laughs> Unfriend him. Yeah, I would. Quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and um, as, long, as long as you do it when he's not driving the train that you're on, you're fine. Um, who said he'd like to welcome the new co hosts so there you go um, and fun at their Disney history their first park visit their favourite park and favourite ride uh, favourite w- restaurant watching I'm, I'm guessing watching this is witching here the Disney universe and um, I'd also be interested in any ideas I have for any segments I'd like to bring to the podcast Well, that one guys you can leave at home um, but that was quite a big question so what yeah. I'll do is I think we'll break it up into those so um, we'll start with Chris Chris what was the first park you visited? And I'm guessing this is Disney rather than, you know,
1: Alton Towers or Thorpe Park or, or something like that. <laughs> well, the, the first Disney one was Paris. Um, back when it was Euro Disney, all those years ago. Um, yeah, and we went there once and then we, we thought we'd try Orlando. So the year after that, we went to Orlando. So that was um, early 90s. Okay. Did you go opening year? Can you remember? Or I think I think it was the year after opening year. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, so I'm in my early 30s now, so I would have been. I wouldn't have been very old. But I remember it being really, really empty. I mean, like, like super empty. Mm, that sounds like 93, then, because that's when the, yeah. the uh, proverbial
2: hit the van, the fan, yeah, yeah, or van yeah. could have hit a van. Who knows? The, Coco van, yeah. the Coco van, yeah, Coco van. Okay, French. Oh, I've, I've, I think we made the wrong choice. These these guys are way too funny for us.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> and, they know, and they know they know how to speak French. My God. What a I'm trouble.
2: A cock a Van. Shut yeah. up. Um, <laughs>
3: Paul D- W.,
2: um, your first one, please.
3: Uh, my first park was uh Hollywood Studios. Um and it was Boxing Day two thousand and seven. Um so so I let myself into the madhouse straight from the word go yeah um obviously being busy at that time of the year um it only gets busier over the actual holidays so and it didn't put me off mm-hmm. which is good, yeah, <laughs> I suppose
2: really, for this broadcast' benefit but um it's quite funny cause, um my first trip to Orlando was um September two thousand seven so uh not that not that far apart, really yeah. um although I had been to Disneyland Paris quite a few times before then. And uh, Mr. D wasn't yours. Disneyland at opening week or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw. Him. I stood beside Walt, <laughs> touched on the shoulder. everybody to this happy place. <laughs> you,
2: didn't you inspire him to say that? Yeah,
0: I yeah. just mentioned it to him, and then he goes and blocks it. Ah, oh, oh, what a... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. you know, no, the guy you. was under pressure. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's a big enough. day. It's a big yeah. day for him you can understand it was it, supposed yeah. to be called Dolan Land okay that's, <laughs> the, that's the truth <laughs> but he swept everything
2: it was all built with a Dolan yeah <laughs> so that was your first park visit but out of all of them that you've been to what's your favourite park Chris?
1: oh um oh crikey uh probably uh I don't know. Probably either Disneyland in California, or Magic Kingdom. I think just
2: Magic Kingdom in World. Right? In World, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, and yourself, uh, Purple.
3: Uh, I I'm going to go for California Adventure. Um, I just love the the relaxed feeling of that park. It's it's completely away from some of the other parks. It just isn't that rush. It just seems like there's a a bit of space for you within within that park. So is that post all the changes? Carsland? No, I haven't been since Carsland. Um, yeah, right, okay. But previous to that, I still still think because because Carsland was kind of an addition; it wasn't part of the park at the time. So um, that was new land that they do. So what what was there was is all still there. So it hasn't really changed that much, other than mm. than Carsland. So when was the last time you were there? Then, Paul, two thousand and eleven. So, okay. they were building it at the time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just before, wasn't it? Yeah. But they changed all the entrance by that time? The, the sort of front section of the park? The
3: entrance wasn't open. Okay. We had to go side. So, yeah. and didn't see any of Buena Vista Street. Right. That. Oh. that was all
0: off. Okay. That is right. a shame. Yeah. I think, anyway.
1: Yeah. Be interesting um,
0: to see that part now.
1: Well, Cars Land is definitely something pretty unique. There's nothing quite like Carsland anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's a, another level of theme in that
2: place. It'd be interesting because I mean, I mean, I think before before Star Wars, I think it was almost a given that um, it was gonna there was gonna be Cars Land there, but I'm not so sure now. Mm. I'm, I'm, so not, I'm not sure. No, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna take up some of that because I mean, it was gonna be if I remember correctly, the plan was where um, the the backlot tour was. Yeah, and I think that's being earmarked for Star Wars now. So I wonder what mm. that uh, what that means
0: going forward. Well,
3: yeah, I think there's it's... still still talk of an indoor Radiator Springs races, but mm. whether anything comes with that, I don't know.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think it's good though that they keep unique things in in mm. different parks.
3: Well, it, it
2: it makes you want to go to other parks because mm. I mean, to be honest, if there wasn't that many different things between Disneyland and Disney World you know, other than the fact that it was the park that Walt, you know, <laughs> visited and, and built himself, why would you go to Disneyland? Yeah. If if everything was the same. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, Fair enough. So, um, with that in mind, um, I suppose the next question really is uh, favourite rides? Some oh, cars.
1: um... Uh, crikey Uh, favourite rides probably um, Tower of Terror Um, probably Radiator Springs if I'm honest (laughs) Um, and yeah I I used to like soaring but it got to the point where the film got so bad it was all jumpy and flicky and so I can't wait till the new soaring starts this year Mm. so probably those
0: Um, Good choices.
1: Yeah, well, and then you got the classics, haven't you? You know, Haunted Mansion, yeah, um, Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain. So, I like them all. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Paul,
3: uh, I'm I'm going to go for one of the classics. I still love Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, all different, all three versions that I've been on are all they've all got their own little unique things in them that mm-hmm. I, I still love. Like the Paris one, obviously, still hasn't got the the animatronics that they've got in the states, um, but there's bits of the the Paris one that are just great. But then the queue in California is wonderful. I love the queue in California.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think you know what I remember about the California one is it's much it's much longer than the Florida one, and then that that first scene where you you go through the bayou and the blue bayou restaurants there. Yeah, yep. um, it's I think they're just. Just add something. I think, it's, I think it is a better read in California than it is in Florida.
1: Have you um, eaten in the restaurant, the one at California, Paul?
3: No, I haven't. No, we didn't. We, um, when we've been out to California, we've only done like a day in the parks. So it's, it's kind of been rushing around to get the rides done. So we've had quick food while we've been, been in California. So we haven't. Um, but we would like to the next time we go. I had this dish in there.
1: You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. I don't know if you've had it. It's called a Monte Cristo.
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. Sandwich, you yeah. heard of it? Oh. It's, a fried, it's a fried sandwich, isn't it? O-
1: honestly, uh, I mean, our, our friends north of the border in Scotland, I think they would, um, <laughs> even they would grimace at that. It was absolutely, <coughs> oh, out of this world. It was like a, a giant sandwich covered in donut batter, and then deep fried. <laughs>
0: well, certainly, is. I mean,
1: come on. I mean, that's that's your gravitas, surely.
0: I know. Well, actually, we, the, truth be told, the last time we went there, which was 2008, we booked to go to blue bayou and i wanted to try this monte cristo because i've heard of it but we'd gone out for breakfast that morning and we were so stuffed that when we got to the restaurant we just couldn't face it so we just went for a snack we 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 passed on it and i I think i've regretted it ever since (laughs) i wake up at night with uh with the meat sweats it's quite funny some people regret it
2: after having it as well
0: yeah
2: (laughs) one day but I mean, are we are we discounting the 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 Paris version?
0: No, I think Paris version's good. I think it's it, well for me. I'd go California, Paris, Florida would mm. be my yeah, ranking. I agree. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, of course,
2: that's before it all gets changed very soon because mm. they are updating the Paris one, aren't they? But yeah, I I, I do just like the extended. Um, the extendedness of the of the Paris. Well, I've not done California, so I have to can only compare Paris and, and Disney World. But um, yeah, I, I prefer the the ride in Paris, and yeah, it, it, the 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 film bits are quite nice, I suppose, in a way because that's where the franchise has gone. But I, I, I like the original. I do like mm. the original. Um, right, so I think we, we might have just covered it a bit. But um, favorite restaurant whilst watching the Disney universe?
1: Oh, um, probably... I, I like um, Geco. I don't know if any of you chaps have eaten there. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's... a long,
0: t- long time ago, but yeah, it's good.
1: Honestly, it's yeah, I, it's really, really good. It's um, really nice staff. The food's really good. Um, service is always brilliant. Um, you know, it's at the top end. It's California Grill sort of prices, but... It, it's not as busy it's a lot laid back it's quite nice it's a real sort of sort of special sort of dining experience so i-, I do like Giko. where's that uh, in the animal kingdom lodge oh, okay the name rung a bell but
2: i i it's one that i i definitely haven't uh, been to so yeah
1: it's not a lot of people I've spoke to they get put off a bit they say' oh it's African food blah 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 I'm not gonna like it it'd be spicy and it'd be this it'd be that but it's not it is it is Very similar to anything you'll get at the other signature restaurants. Um, You know, it's just got a slant a bit towards Africa, really. If we we all felt like that, we'd never have Taco Bell, for God's
0: sake. And wouldn't that be terrible? (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Some people argue it is terrible anyway, but that's on point. Um, I think. Oh, sorry.
0: No, I was just going to say, you know, for those who don't know, I mean, at the Animal Kingdom. Lodge and Kidani Village. They've got three restaurants there, and the three are the best restaurants on property, really. You've got Jico, which is the signature one. And at Kidani Village, you've got Sanaa, which is which is excellent. Mm. And then you've got Boma, which is the buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's got to be one of the best buffets on, on site. It's not a character buffet, but it's really good. So they've got mm. some, it's worth a trip out there. They've got some great restaurants, and the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Itself, Jumbo House is uh, is amazing. Mm. Walk around. Anyway, sorry, no, back well, to no. the questions. It
2: was it was all tidy, so it's not like you started talking about Star Wars again. Um, <laughs> Chris, what about <laughs> yourself?
3: Um, there's three that I would probably pick. I like inventions at Disneyland Paris just because of its its position right in front of the park. You can see down Main Street. Um, then I picked 1900 Park Fair at the Grand Floridian. Uh, we we did the breakfast buffet and the character interactions there's great and it's it's not your regular characters that you'd see everywhere else. Mm. Um, and the last one, I'm going for a quick service one. I love the Flame Tree Barbecue, um, Animal Kingdom. Nice. I can't say I've done park
2: fair. I've never done uh, inventions actually. No, I mean um, neither. I've always wanted to, but it's just one. Of, it's because it's um, it's quite pricey, so. Not, i mean not that it's put me off cuz i did california grill um at, at disney world at least but um yeah i i, I to me because of the fireworks I, i'd i'd always go california grill in in uh in florida at the contemporary but um yeah that mainly for that reason the the ambiance <laughs> uh the fact that you can see the fireworks from there is uh, is uh, appealing I don't want to be liking at five o'clock in the afternoon when you don't see the fireworks. To be fair, but <laughs> I mean the food is still be good. But yeah,
0: you lose that bit of atmosphere, don't you? I suppose. Um... Good choice on the flame tree barbecue, though. I like I like that. Good yeah. ribs, yeah.
2: I've heard a lot of good stuff about that, but I've never.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um... good.
2: Now another. Um... So thank you, uh, anonymous Craig, for <laughs> those questions. <laughs> um... Hang on one second, sorry. This this cough is really getting to me. Um, another former guest, actually, Adam, says, uh, do you think Mary Poppins gave it up for the chimney sweep? Go blame me, Governor. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, uh, Paul. Um, Which one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't want my history. <laughs> we know your history. Yeah. Go, Paul. Yeah.
3: She definitely did. Probably oh. before we even saw the story start in the film. I bet they were when they were a bit younger.
2: Oh, so you're you're, so you're, uh, you're pining for a prequel like we had with uh,
3: Lupusin
2: well, yeah. or something,
3: yeah?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call it Poppins or something. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, uh, do you want to do you want to argue with that, or are you in agreement there?
1: No, no, no. I agree because in the film, she she uh, sorry, Bert knows her. So you know before we meet Mary, so must have been something going on
0: there. Mm. And she did say she was practically perfect in every way. <laughs> the All right.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cheers, Adam. Um, Alex Train said, best moderate results, which I don't think was a slam at any of us. Um, I think they meant the, uh, the types of hotel, um, mainly at, at Disney World. So... Um, uh chris do you have a favorite moderate resort
1: um not well not well i don't i don't know really i mean a lot of people swear by Port Orleans. Mm. um i mean there's a certain website that we all know rhymes with fib um and they all seem to stay um at, at that particular resort but That's why um, i don't yeah they <laughs> So I don't know, I don't I, I don't know the answer to that question really I mean that's the one everyone swears by I mean I, I've spent quite a bit of time over at the um, Oh crikey, the, uh, the one near the Animal Kingdom It's not the Animal Kingdom, it's on the way there um, Oh
0: co- the Coronado Springs? Yeah that one, yeah. I, I always get it yeah. if
1: it's Colorado Cor- Corrado, I don't know how you pronounce it, but that yeah. one, that, that's quite nice I've, I've spent a bit of time there, there's mm-hmm. a good restaurant there as well
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, Paul W. Uh, well, I've only stayed on property once, and it happened to be a moderate resort. So, uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort was where I stayed the last time uh-huh. we went. Mm. Um, and I've, in fact, it's been done up even since then, and we've only been back eighteen months. And I think the whole hotel's been done up since then. Wow. Um, so they they just started doing it while we were there. There was some you could tell that they were clearing out some of the rooms while we were there. So, yeah, I'd, I'd pick that because it's the only one I've stayed at. Um, I think that's a good, good enough reason. Good there. choice, yeah.
1: Did you uh, hear the rumour about that resort?
3: That they were putting DVC in?
1: No, they were. I don't know about that one, but the one I heard off of um, another podcast, uh, Jim Hill, little plug, um, <laughs> was that they they were on about putting a, that big lagoon that they got there, putting a, a river in that connects it to Epcot. Um, so then you can get... Um, yeah, the little boats
0: backwards and forwards swept car. Wow. That'd be handy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be quite nice. It'd make it more popular, mm. wouldn't it? Drive yeah. the popularity. Oh up. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which also bumps up the price. Yeah.
2: Who needs D V C when you just bump up the price anyway? Stick some boats in. I <laughs> I'm a cheap git, so we've only ever stayed on on, uh, on value property at uh, Pop Century. Which I rate. I mean the thing is, my, my kind of go-to when it comes to um, hotels anywhere really is they're clean. Mm. Because I only spend about five or six hours in them every night. <laughs> Not much more. So I don't really care for much else. But um, yeah, I kind of at least, uh, least won that. But um, Mr. D, I mean, you stayed on, on quite a few bits of property. Have you got a, a different opinion to that at all? Or
0: um, Well, I mean... Our first quite a few times that we went, we always stayed in the All Star Resorts, Um, and same as you, Nick, you know, a bed, a shower, place to you know, a place to keep your stuff, Um, and then we started getting deals for Old Key West where you got the dining plan, so you had Mm -hmm. to go up to to that sort of level. So we love Old Key West, but I don't really think that classifies as a as a moderate. The only moderate we stayed in then would be. Port Orleans uh, French Quarter we stayed there once and uh, it was great, I really really liked it a little bit nicer than the All Star it was a smaller resort Um, you could get a little boat to downtown Disney which I liked you could walk up the little river to uh, Port Orleans Riverside which was a much bigger resort had a restaurant, things like that Um, yeah I mean I, I liked Port Orleans French Quarter but I haven't stayed, I've never even been in Caribbean Beach, so I don't know what that's like. Coronado Springs, never stayed there. So, uh, a bit like Paul, really got limited uh, limited knowledge.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if anyone's, oh, this is, no, I was going to say, if any listeners want to fund us, um, submit some trips so we can actually, um, you know, have more of opinions about these kind of things, mm. then get in touch because uh, yeah. we're, we're open to that.
0: Yeah, or well, come on and fight for your favourite.
2: No, no, no. I'd I'd much rather them pay for us to go and have our own opinions.
0: <laughs> oh, okay then. Yeah. Oh yeah. So no, a funded like yeah, a Kickstarter. Tripped. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll not work. I'll so where did
1: uh, Craig <laughs> stay on his trip
3: recently? He
1: stayed
2: oh, No didn't he stay no didn't he stay uh, he stayed at um,
3: Universal, um, Universal didn't
2: he? Yeah he stayed at um, um Cabana Bay. Yeah. Mm. Uh
3: yeah, yeah.
1: So Universal moderate
2: <laughs> <laughs> is there such a thing as a moderate universal
1: oh that's the, what they're building isn't it in the moderates at the moment so this will be a cabana bear be the value I suppose would it or yeah no, I don't think any of them are value I mean I know yeah.
2: hard Rock's very expensive but um...
1: but they're, they're building um, sapphire falls which is going to be a moderate that comes online this year mm-hmm. um, but the others um, I know hard rock and portofino are the most expensive Mhm. So,
2: uh, I don't know. But hey, if you want to go and listen, talk about that kind of garbage, then you know where to go. You won't
1: um
2: And Alex also had one other question, which kind of alludes back to our last show, actually. Um, does Luke still have his green one, or does he take the blue one back? Now, before anyone says anything, not a penis joke. We're clearly <laughs> talking lightsabers. Once again, not a penis joke. So, um, you know, I'm guessing that alludes to. um, I'm guessing that alludes to The Force Awakens. Um, And. I I don't know, is is the answer. I I don't know. It
0: looks lightsaber, is the one that Ren finds in in the box? Ray, yeah. Ray, sorry. Ray. Sorry. Um,
2: It is, but it's blue, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that was Anakin's original one.
0: That's
2: yes. right. It was the one that Luke had yeah. and lost on Cloud City.
1: Mm. I think. Because Return of the Jedi had a green lightsaber, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the problem is, I mean, I mean, I have an iPhone. It usually lasts two years. I mean, do lightsabers last 20, 30 years? They've got to have better batteries than Apple products, surely. Yeah. I got to have, so. haven't they? Yeah. Imagine but, uh, you're fighting, you know, whoever and your battery runs out.
2: Yeah. Now no, why didn't Energizer do a good, a, com- yeah. a commercial for that?
0: Ah, uh, well actually Duracell have got uh Star Wars advertising on their packs. Well, that's what I mean. But yeah.
2: if, I mean the adverts I've seen have been quite funny, but not one of them has been like, you know, half through a fight, Kylo Ren's lightsaber starts uh, cutting out. <laughs>
0: And shouts for a couple of couple of double Ds. That's a couple it. Of, couple of d- <laughs> oh, I, I'm blatantly double Ds because yeah, double Ds. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> like,
2: it's not going to be taking any regular size batteries. In yeah. fact, you know, it's it's only because of the size of the lightsaber handle that you know it doesn't take one of those big ass rectangular ones <laughs> you used to get in science class. You remember those?
0: Yeah, that would be hard to wield that one. Well,
2: what I mean. You know, so uh, yeah, I reckon there's a special size for that. But um... so the
0: thing is, I mean, I've got to say though, right? I mean, I've, my my Christmas tree lights now are LED, and and you can change the colour. So to think that these lightsabers haven't got like a a dancing light mode, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I think Luke. I think Luke just doesn't know how to operate it properly.
2: You, you're probably
0: right. You're probably right. Do you reckon they're
3: well, LED didn't get then? To
0: finish his training, did he?
3: Um.
2: Uh, uh, no, I suppose he didn't finish his training. Yeah? Yeah. Which explains why he's such a crappy salesperson. <laughs> I, suppose. I hadn't thought of it like that, actually. But I'm sure it's just... Isn't it just uh, like a crystal thing? Am I not right in thinking it's just a crystal inside the uh, the handle that changes the colour of the lightsaber? I'm sure he, he fiddled about with it. Yeah, he might be right. Hmm. Uh, maybe we should watch some more Star Wars cartoons or something. Um, Vicky Marie, who is also uh, a long-time listener to the show and is uh, going to help us with some bits going forward, um, asks, what new announcements are you hoping for the parks this year? So we'll all answer this question, I think, but we'll start off with Chris.
1: Um, well, I mean, they have announced quite a lot of things already. Um of what's happening and what's not happening but, oh yeah but um, no. forget think... that forget what we know okay well, remember okay. what we know but... actually
2: so nothing that we know
1: well, to... I think it was today or yesterday the um, Aladdin show in California Adventure shut down forever yes to be replaced by Frozen <laughs> just because we needed more Frozen things and that show is really good so if it was to be transferred over to Florida um, maybe get rid of Beauty and the Beast or something that would be a good announcement yeah cuz I've mm. I've got to be honest I've never seen that Beauty and the Beast show. No. Yeah, no, no.
2: just never never really, you know, fantasmic did, but I don't mm. know Beauty and the Beast thing just just didn't really. Um it I mean I wonder because cuz we're in London we're getting um Aladdin <laughs> the musical from Broadway um later this year and I'm not sure how much um the California show is like
1: the Broadway show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It I, was a I, heard, I, heard the, I heard the Broadway version had the actual bloke who did the Jafar voice play Jafar. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: So I don't know if he's coming over to London or not. That'd
2: be yeah. interesting. I don't
3: believe so. I think he's staying on Broadway. Yeah, I sometimes
2: uh-huh. they do, but yeah, I've not, I've not seen, Well, they've not announced any cast yet, have they? They'll probably get they Michael Ball and <laughs> someone like that. We should be so lucky. <laughs> Who doesn't? Brian Connolly, them? possibly. Brian Connolly, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Brian Blessed. <Placid>. Oh, you <laughs> could, oh, could play the Sultan. He'd be a good genie.
2: He'd be, he'd be good um, father <laughs> to uh, Jasmine. Got the right body shape.
1: Yeah, um, that's the point.
2: Quite rotund. Um, oh, I suppose uh, you know if Richard Blackwood's finished up any senders by that point, maybe he could do a genie. Because uh, he did uh, he did donkey so well in Shrek. That's oh yeah, really
1: you see that?
2: Ironic. I did not see that. Only slightly, mind you. Um, yeah, I mean, so that'd be good. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. I think because I mean, I, I don't know how long's has Beauty and the Pigs been going on at studios for.
0: Long oh. time, oh, very long time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, we for it and it was on then.
2: Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's due for a change, is what we're saying. Yeah.
0: yeah, Well overdue.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, Paul, what did you? Uh, what would you like to hear as an announcement?
3: Something Marvel-related in the parks. Something more than just a couple of meet and grapes. <laughs> They've had this property that's been making them tons of cash for five, six years now and done really nothing. And I know with the, the Florida stuff, they can't really do a lot other than use characters that Universal haven't used, like... The Guardians. But California's prime for it. Mm. And there just doesn't seem to be anything forthcoming. No, it's weird. I'm
2: almost surprised, actually, because they've announced... There's... um, Is it an Iron Man ride? Or Avengers ride at Shanghai?
1: Yeah, Iron Man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm almost surprised that they haven't announced plans of that, actually. That's quite a good point. Because, you know, they've already got a property. Like, they've already... Um, you know got all the blueprints and everything like that and i, I imagine some ride footage or whatever it is that it's going to be like um that it should be quite easy to pull over so it's yeah you you get it in florida you understand why they can't do it in florida but yeah yeah i understand what you're
0: saying there but when does know. that deal run out with universal on the, on the it, it, it doesn't, east coast? No. doesn't
1: it? it doesn't run out as long as yeah, they right. abide by the conditions it carries on forever really all yeah. oh, right. Okay. I yeah, thought it was one a... of these things where I mean, I because th-
2: if I'm if I remember right, it was signed at a time when Marvel were kind of like in the doldrums anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. they would
1: have signed anything back then. That's what I mean. Yeah. And
2: so without thinking, because it's a bit like the X Men deal with Fox, in that it's been their biggest regret mm-hmm. because Fox, as long as Fox keep making movies every so many years, that's right, it yeah. rolls over, and that's why things like Daredevil. Uh, and the Punisher and Ghost Rider have now become free properties, um, and have been able to do series about them because not not Ghost Rider, but it, you know they could if they wanted to, um, because the uh, rights to make films um, weren't renewed. They they missed their deadlines to start production on on new film, and so the rights went back to Marvel. Um, and they're never going to let that happen
1: to X Men. Um, no. <clears throat> Sony's done a good deal with Spider-Man, though, doing a partnership. That, that's mm. quite interesting. That might make the others that own bits and pieces partner with Disney rather than just keep making their own ones.
3: Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the Fantastic Four. Well,
2: yeah, I can't see them wanting to make another film after the like. No. A, a They'll never anymore.
0: make a movie about us. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, they might, I suppose. They would play me. <laughs> um, quiet. Rab, yeah
2: quiet. Um, oh, the guy who plays Rep Nesbitt
0: bit. No, he's <laughs> too old. He's older than me. Make up. I uh, need be CGI. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. what's His name? Gregor Fisher. Oh, oh, that's, it. It. that's it. Love Actually. Just saw him recently. Got to watch that at Christmas, haven't you?
2: Mm. I put Die Hard at Christmas, but I wasn't able to watch that either this year, actually. <laughs> Disappointment. Um, Mr. Dolan, what would you like to hear in Out to the Parks?
0: Well, okay, I mean, given that I don't think they're going to reannounce that they're going to reopen Disney Quest. <laughs> and I know God, I'm probably t- in t- the minority on that one.
2: No, I love Disney Quest. I'm really up to where it's Yeah.
0: But um, I would like to see them doing something major in Epcot. It needs, I think, it needs yeah. a headliner attraction, and just kind of building on what Paul was talking about. You know, if they did a, and, and I know they're limited in terms of using characters, but you think about uh, future world. It was all about technology, technology of the future. You think about things like, you know, Stark Industries. Could they, could they do something around that? I don't know what the thing could be, but definitely something in future world or even a new pavilion uh for world showcase but something in epcot it needs it needs a big attraction
1: how about a frozen ride would that be I've uh... heard about it I've heard about it well
0: it's, I mean it's original <laughs> <laughs> no
2: it's what they had there. <laughs> yeah. um I've got to be honest I gave this a little bit of thought because I never think mm-hmm. about things too much and um my my announcement I'd love to hear this year um, is that there's been uh, an accident on the site of Avatar and it's burnt down <laughs> and the license <laughs> rights have expired and they're going to build something else like Star Wars or Tron. Yes. Or, or both. Um, that, would, that would probably be the only thing that make me happy this year. And I know uh, before I start getting the one person message me on, on Facebook about it, I know it looks great. I know it's probably going to be wonderful. Mm. I just don't like the franchise and I don't think it's right for the park that's it
0: it's going to be really interesting to see what that next movie's like I mean I if it's if it's a build on the first one then I think it's completely off strategy for Disney so it'll be interesting to see how much influence Disney has on that movie mm. um, I, I think it's well I don't know it will be, a, I don't know if it'll be yeah. a flop financially not financially um, I
1: think you'll make a lot less than the previous
0: yeah, I think but you're probably that's... right. Mm. Um, I think they've gone too long. I think if they if they jumped on it quicker, it, you know, higher higher chance of it being successful. But I just think it's going to be a different movie, a different feel to. It. I think Disney are going to have their influence because now they're going to adapt the movie to the theme park. I think they're going to have to. I it, think yeah, to I make think, that to make that work.
2: I think you're right there. Actually, I think I think that's probably true. Um, Yeah, I mean, the facts, I mean, as we recall this, Star Wars has just opened up in China and had its third biggest uh, opening and the biggest Disney film opening in history. Um, Do you know what's got the biggest opening in Chinese film box office totals? Ace Ventura 3. No, no. Ace Ventura: Kid Detective did That's not. That's the one. Did not actually. And the fact that I know that is I, I, I know it, but haven't seen it. I will say I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> but no, it's not that one. It is actually a film in a big franchise, but not not big enough that you'd probably associate it with having the biggest box office
0: of all time in China. So not a Potter then. Not what? Not Potter then.
2: Not Potter. No. No, no, it's not big over there. It's actually Jurassic
0: Park.
2: No, that that had the that had quite a big opening, but I think I think actually Avengers two opened bigger than that. Um, Mm -hmm. But the biggest opening was and still is Fast and Furious seven. Wow! And that is that's the film that's taken the most over in China, Mm. which is uh, which is crazy. Um, And by the way, I actually saw. Age of Ultron over Christmas. Anyone seen? Have we all seen Age of Ultron? No. Yeah. yeah.
0: Any good?
2: Yeah. No, it's rubbish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please, please, please. If you feel the opposite of that, let me know. It's not a problem. I won't cut your mic off. Um, but I, I was very disappointed. Yeah, it
3: certainly wasn't. Better. Yeah, Civil War looks much better. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron mm-hmm. was a little bit lacking at times.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just it, it. to me, it had the same kind of feel watching it as Thor Two did. Electric Boogaloo, like it just didn't, just didn't have the same energy as the predecessor and yeah, it just, just felt a bit lacking, I was really disappointed, Everyone said Ant-Man's much better, um, which I haven't seen yet, I, I will get round to watching it soon, um, and I think it doesn't help that it followed Guardians, which has been like so loved.
1: Can, but, I, can I, I show you see... my tenuous link to that film? Yeah. Um... We was uh, in LA on a holiday a couple of years ago and we was doing a D23 tour of um, the Disney Studios in Burbank mm-hmm. and they were reshooting some of the uh, um, uh, post-credits bit in one of the sound stages so mm-hmm. we could see them filming it and we were told, don't tell anyone, you're not allowed to say anything about it, blah, blah, blah. But they were reshooting it because they were trying to tie in with Guardians in some capacity. Um, and then we... We came home um, to um, oh, well, we came home back to Kent, and um, they were filming it down at Dover Castle, which was that opening battle scene. It was all filmed in Dover. <laughs> what for? For Thor two? No, um, Avengers two.
2: Avengers. 2. Oh, okay. Still bloody interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to Thor three. Hammer time. That'd be good. <laughs> well, I just
2: watched um, the other day. I watched a film called. Uh, oh, I think it was called, like, Heart of the Sea or something.
0: Oh, yeah. The movie dick film. Mm-hmm.
2: And the yep. whole way through it, I was just thinking this would end a lot quicker if he mm. just, like, whipped out the hammer.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Very disappointing. <laughs> um, and uh, Kevin Curtis Allen says, I hope we're not losing anyone. Well, um, I don't think we are, Kevin, is a short answer. Um, obviously, we're not too sure what... Uh, PB's doing at the moment, and we yeah. there are rumours that he, um, you know, does go around offing people. Yeah. Um, so, really, I think it would depend when he listens back to this show uh, and how the new hosts have got on if uh, he wants to take any any shooty shooty action. So, yeah. uh, fingers crossed, not but uh, but yeah. Um, the latest he
0: the... I've heard is he's cryogenically frozen. That was the latest rumour, just his head or PB with,
2: with Walt, yeah, yeah. Oh, can you imagine if you made a cameo in Walks Frozen Head next yeah. year? That'd be great. <laughs> um, Mark Peter said, uh, and you know, the, the embarrassing thing, uh, Mark may hear this, um, is that I've never known how to like say his surname. And uh, when I went out with him a few weeks ago, still didn't want to check. So we'll say uh, Mark Peter anyway. Um, the old host still in, in AA um I, I, and i'm not sure mr donan has your membership expired for your roadside assistance or is that still yeah. going
0: strong no i'm rac now rac oh, well yeah, some yeah. have
2: said that they're up their better rates and quicker response times uh-huh. um new new co-hosts uh with the aa at all or yep yeah good stuff
1: I uh, think I'm RAC. R- RAC.
2: No one with green flag. Yeah, his adverts uh, sucked a bit. Didn't they know Harry Hill. Um, and uh, who's this? Lee Malaby. Lee Malaby. Here we go. Who? Yeah. Who? Oh wait, hang on. I think he's from that. Favourite Universal silly, Park? Yeah, that,
0: that UROP thing. That's the least yeah. question.
2: <laughs> and he said, uh, how much do you think Universal's third gate will affect uh, Walt Disney World? Now, I don't know about you, I actually thought that, I mean, it's been a while, it's been a while since I last went there, but I thought when I was going through the entrance to Universal that there was quite a few more than three gates.
0: Yeah, there's the one that the cast members come out. I think that's yeah, the third and
2: one. And there's one we can buy fast passes, also, yeah. well, express passes, aren't they? But uh, yeah, but apparently, when we've looked into this a bit more, what he's referring to is um, the new land that yeah. Universal have purchased um, around the surrounding area, and are going to mm-hmm. do a, a third park um, to go alongside Islands of Adventure um so he says how much do you do we think that's going to affect Walt disney world um paul let's start with yourself
3: um i i think it'll affect it quite a bit especially if they're going to build more hotels as as we've said earlier sapphire falls is just about to open this year um and i believe they've got the planning permission on that land to build at least two more uh, alongside this third gate so i definitely think it will affect it quite a bit um i think depending on What franchises they go with in the other parks will also make a big difference. Um, If they go with the Nintendo deal in that park, I don't think that'll be enough um, to make a huge dent. But it depends on what else they're going to go with.
2: Yeah, I I can kind of see that. Uh, Chris, what do you think on that?
3: Well, I, I
1: don't think it will make a huge difference, but I hope it will. Because I find that at the moment... This seems to be well. Maybe a bit less now, but there was this quite a long period of, of arrogance with it all for Disney side, where they was, we're not really going to build anything new or do anything different. We're just going to keep staying as we are. And in the meantime, Universal had spent another hundred million on rides, another hundred million on this, that, and the other. So I, I hope, I really do hope that it does spur another, you know, theme park battle where they're competing with each other much more um but i mean i mean the more universal does the the more it will be beneficial to fans and tourists and everybody so more the merrier on my side yeah i I mean uh, to be honest when you said about the arrogance i thought you were still
2: referring to lee malaby but um (laughs) but um yeah i mean you know personally you know i think competition just brings more uh more people to the area because um, you know there are, there are people that I know that will only go to the Disney property and people that will go specifically you know and you know Lee and Tracy and the, and the guys there obviously um, would rather spend more time at universal property so I, I don't I mean it's competition but it's not I mean when I go out I go and want to visit both parks like both um, both companies I don't like just choose one or the other and i think that's that's it and like you say it, i think it will depend a lot on what they they put here you know the rumors are still going about the lord of the rings um i i don't know whether they'll ever get the rights to it anyway i don't think they'll get them signed off but um to me it's a little bit like going for avatar now mm. it's a bit done um you know, I, I know Lord of the Rings like as a, as a series of books has, has been around for you know a long time and are popular, but um, I, I don't know. I, I think they might have missed a boat with that one if they're going for that. And like you say, if it's Nintendo, which we know they do have a deal with, um, you know, it isn't Japan. I don't think Nintendo now has the appeal it did 20 years ago. Well,
1: I, can I just say right now, and this goes out to Lee and Tracy, if they copy that Fast Furious ride that's in Hollywood, then they're in for big trouble because that ride is absolutely horrendous. It was one of the worst rides I've ever been on. Wow, it is terrible, Mister mm.
2: Stone, We'll ask for your opinion in a second, but I want to hear more mm. about this ride.
1: Well, yeah. it, 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 they they just put it in as part of the backstage tour at Hollywood, mm. and you're still on your your slow moving, you know, what they call it, tram thing. And basically, it's, it's a bit like, imagine um, like the earthquake ride as it was, Disaster, mm. but with just 3D screens next to you. Some really, really bad CGI and some really, really bad acting from all the people in it. And it's, it's just really, really naff. It's just, it's horrible. And if that's coming to Florida, then that's a huge mistake on Universal's part because it's terrible, that ride. Now, some people would say that what
2: you've mentioned there about the, the crappy CGI and the poor acting...
0: Mm-hmm, I
2: know what going go on saying. <laughs> I anyway. But you know what? That's a low blow. I'm not going to go there. Purely because... I, I would. <laughs> no! no I'll tell you what. Cause, because, you know, Fast and Furious 7, about 90% of that work in that film with the cars was real wasn't CGI so you know I'm not going to have that low blow there the acting does suck but I don't watch a Fast and the Furious film for that but uh Mr D what do you think about the third game?
0: I think a lot of it's been said really I think Chris and, and Paul have, have made some good points I think competition is, is going to be good for everybody Um you know and, I, and I'm quite happy you know Universal have got some great attractions Disney's got some great attractions if this means that the you know that the stakes get raised um, it will make Disney try harder, you know. Universal invest, great, you know, and and putting more hotels in. Um, again, you know, D- Disney, you know, they. I don't think they try as hard as they could um, on some of the pricing. You know, park tickets have been going up every year. Uh, we're now around the hundred dollars a day mark. So, you know, I think it could be good for for your average guest in the long term, I don't, I don't really see any big negatives with it, or you know, unless they put in a park, you just, you know, they don't have good quality attractions to fill it initially, then, mm-hmm. then that could be a problem because it, it if it flops, then it's going to be like a boat anchor, um, for Universal, so I don't want to see that happen, you know, I want to see them putting in a, a park that really, uh, is successful, um, some great, some great attractions, and then, you know, then you start thinking about, well, what, because everything's franchise-based now, then what franchise would it be? So, uh, Jaws.
3: Oh, pre- please bring it back. Put, they could put that back. Um, back to the future.
2: Original yes. Kong, Back to the Future. Yes. Yeah, they could have a retro park. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go and reach out to uh, my concert's Universal. Mm-hmm. Let's get um, the Malabies to write a letter. They know everybody there. Mm-hmm. Dear Universal. Um, And I mean, to be honest, I know... I'm I'm talking like this, that I know Tracy can listen to the show. I know she won't. But if she was, she'd be going,
0: Yes, yes, Charles, yes! (laughs) So, who
2: knows? But um, I think Mark, actually, he did did reply to a comment on the thread that said um, he doesn't think it's going to be an issue at all. Um, To combat it, Disney could just put in some comfy couches in front of some video screens to offer the same experiences. (laughs)
1: Uh, And unfortunately... (laughs) Kind of, <laughs>
2: I I get what you're saying. Now. Uh,
1: <laughs> did you uh, did you hear again what Jim Hill was saying about what what they're going to be spending their money on around Bay Lake very soon? I did not.
0: No, I'm a bit behind.
1: He on he was saying that they're going to be spending a fortune building. Um, well, Wilderness Lodge they're already doing the DVC extension, so that's happening. Mm. They're then going to build uh, another hotel, which is going to be DVC, on top of the old River Country. And then the long-term plan is, after that's finished, to demolish the TTC, move that to the Magic Kingdom car park somewhere, make it three times the size, and then put a hotel, again DVC, right where the TTC used to be. Mm, Good location. But the thing is, if they're going to spend millions and millions and millions moving monorail tracks and putting in DVCs, by this time, Universal could have a fourth gate open. You know, They could be having rides and shows and all sorts going on while Disney's ploughing money into infrastructure again. You know, They need to be building more rides, not, not keep buggering about with monorails and hotels and things. Unfortunately, you
2: just keep saying monorails and all I can think of is Lyle Dandling and uh, how successful monorails were in uh, East Beaverbrook. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, North Haverville. And North <laughs> Haverville and how they put them <laughs> on the map. So, uh, monorail... monorail monorail um so but yeah so actually we we had quite a few um questions and i think it was uh, a good way to to kick off um with, with you guys uh joining the show to to get some of those so thank you very much for contributing um now somebody did say um probably a simpleton um said about um, bringing back an old feature which had kind of gone away for a little bit mainly because I'd mellowed out in my old age of uh, 32 Um, and um, I said you should bring it back Um, so to completely uh, unpopular demand of one person I am bringing back a segment which could be reoccurring it depends about how much things anger me but uh, I'm just going to play this The loudest jingle in the history of of man, of course, is that. And um, as as many of you who hopefully listened to the last show would know that we talked about The Force Awakens. Um, And we liked that. Paul, you actually wasn't on that last one. Um, Have you seen The Force Awakens? Do you like styles? I
3: have. I I went and saw it um, on the opening night. I went to a midnight screening. Perfect. Uh, Enjoy it, not enjoy it? Enjoyed it a lot. Um, Obviously, people have mentioned... um, similarities to the first film but i don't see that being a problem no no i i don't and and to be honest that's the thing like from
2: from my point of view i don't think there's anything wrong with people turning around and saying oh it's you know a bit too much fan service and you know it's almost a remake i don't think it is this by the way i'm just saying but you know it could be seen as a remake of episode four um and, and everything like that and i you know with with all films there are going to be people that love these things. There are going to be people that don't like these things. It doesn't matter how popular something is, people will, um, you know, find a way of not liking it. And that's cool. It's all about opinions. Um, That's why we have our souls. Our souls are are like opinions. We've all got one. Um, (laughs) However, a very, very old guest on this show, right back to the early days of this show, actually, was a famous author, in the Disney community at least, Leonard Kinsey, um, who's been very vocal about um, not liking Star Wars, um, and his his main thing, other than apparently faulty plot holes, is his his big um, his big issue with the film is how he feels the fate of the characters uh, are from the original films. So we're talking Luke, we're talking Leia, we're talking Han, we're talking Chewie. Um, and, and basically, he feels that this new film, uh, part of my French, shits all over the legacy. Um, now, my reaction to that is, it's called Star Wars, not Star Fun. You know, in war, stuff happens. It's not always a happy ending. And yes, by the end of Return of the Jedi, we did get a happy ending. But this series of films was always, if you believe what uh, George Lucas says, was supposed to be a series of nine films. It was supposed to have a whole story about a group of characters. And who thought that all of these characters would be happy later on in life? Because there was no way that you were going to get Han Solo and Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker could be as fulfilled and content and as happy as they were at the Return of the Jedi ending. Because that's not how life is. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But to turn around and and completely disregard a film in such a Venom-filled way, because you're not happy with how you feel the characters that you loved have been made to be. I mean, I thought one of the the great things about The Fool's Awakens is what they did with with Han Solo. And what they did with Leia. Um, Obviously not so much with Luke, because I don't know what that's about, but... You know, he went out as a hero. That whole film, he was a hero. Um, and and Leia the same. I, The fact that they weren't as happy as you wanted them to be is life. And why we should all be unicorns and rainbows about this kind of stuff, I've got no idea. And so I get that people don't love this film as much as other people do. But to be the reason you... had not even dislike a film but loathe hate a film because of that makes me mad and guys you know how do you feel with that
1: um, well uh, I, I'll be honest I haven't heard many people speak badly of the film uh, I think it's a good film um, I think a lot of it is people listening to George Lucas, who I think is just a sore loser because he sold it. And Oh, God, yeah. He's a bit upset that Disney's doing something a bit different to what he wanted to do, but then let's be honest, let's look at the, the three films that he made, you know, episode one, two, and three. Um, if we'd have got them again, it would have been horrendous. You wouldn't be making this sort of money. No. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit surprised that people go go off a bit like that, but... You know, I mean, if you, if you are a big fan of all the cartoons and the comic books and all the games and stuff, then it is pretty in keeping with a lot of that stuff. So it's not a huge departure. Oh, I, I, I see that
2: as well. And actually, just before we went to call the show this evening, um, there has been an online petition started to get George Lucas back in charge of Star Wars. Really? Wow. I already so, which blows my mind because the, have people forgotten episodes one to three? <laughs> are, they, are they seriously? I mean, don't they weren't know, born I, when, when they were out. Well, I've, I mean, I've tried to wipe them out of my head, you know, but they're still there. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's not much we can we can do about it. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, in between our last show and, and, and this Recall tonight, tonight, um, his comment about Disney being white slavers, yeah, um, right. which I mean, I, I don't even think makes complete sense anyway. I know what he was trying to say. Um, and of course, his quick retraction afterwards, mainly because he he's got so many Disney shares, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just kind of mind blowing. Um, I just I don't get it. I understand it's not the film he wanted to make, but yeah, we've seen what happens when he gets,
1: you know, carte blanche to do what he wants. Um, yeah, well, he can go and make his own films now. With all his money, can't he? Yeah.
3: His yeah. Bank, well, bank account's not complaining. Yeah, he yeah. can make Red Tails
2: too. <laughs> Knock yourself out, son. Uh Chris, did you anything you wanted to add to that? Me? No no no. Fair enough. Uh, Mr. D.
0: Um, not a lot really. I mean, you know it, it was a it was a good film, I thought. It might not be I think the problem is, you know, it's in some people's minds it's um it's the past is kinda of sacred really, and I don't I don't agree with that. You know, it's a it's a new film. Kind of a reboot, kind of a new film, a bit, a bit, a bit of a combination there. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think any of the original characters will last that long. I, I don't mean they'll all be killed off by any means, but you know, I think they'll fade into the background and let the new characters. You know, they'll provide a link to the new characters, and then we'll move on. Um, I think that's just life. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too emotional about it and too precious about it. Just sit back and enjoy it. You know.
2: No, that's it. I think, you know, for me, you needed to have that kind of bridge. Mm. As as great and you know, we talked about as as great as Ray and Finn, and and Poe and Kylo, um, Captain Phasma at least aesthetically, um, as great as they all were as new characters, Mm -hmm. you needed a bridge between that. So you did need to have those old characters in it as well. But to be honest, if if they weren't... I mean, they've all been confirmed apparently to return for episode eight. But even if they were only in episode seven, that would have been enough for me. You just needed them to bridge the gap.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Those characters are strong enough now. The new characters are strong enough that they could easily look after those last two films. And yeah, I'm with you. Um, I... To me, I think Luke will probably have a very big role in in the new one um, and and almost be like a Yoda-type situation. Mm. Um, And I'd be surprised to see him in in Episode 9. Yeah. You know, based on absolutely nothing, then that's just my gut feeling. Um, And, you know, if Leia lasts till then, to Episode 9 as well, great. But I can also see why, you know, she may not do either. And I I don't think it's necessarily... um, What's needed, either, but um look, we've had you know another great Star Wars film. As long as they don't cut the other two up, then that's fine. And um yeah, George Lucas, count your money if you're not happy about it. I'll take some. Well, yeah. he didn't have to sell, did he? You know, yeah, and he didn't have to sell to them. No, he didn't you really. No. If he wanted to sell. And, he, and, you know, he he had his options as, you know, if he really wanted to sell, he could have put his feelings out to everyone and said, right, I'm looking to sell up. You know, I don't know whether he reached out to Disney or they they approached him or whatever, but he didn't have to sell at the first opportunity. And he makes it sound like he sold it for a quid. Yeah. <laughs> what, was it four billion? Three billion? Something
1: like that, yeah. You
2: know, oh, yeah. That's, that's not change. Um, you know, and I mean, I don't even know if he's, Given up all his merchandising right So he might still get a bit of kickback from that. And that's been obviously phenomenal. So shut up, George. Yeah. There's get your, over it, George. There's your episode title, Craig. Um, <laughs> but on, on that note, I think um, it's, it's uh, ringing time at the pub. So time, gentlemen, please. and We'll bring those in, but um, Paul and Chris, thank you very much for joining the team. Um, I hope you uh, are happy to stick around. Um, I so said the wages are are really crap, but what can we do? <laughs> um but uh, but thank you very much for, for jumping on board. And um yeah, I suppose uh I should really mention again our website at com, and you can email us at podcast at com.
0: Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter or you can send us questions uh like we did tonight. Happy to answer those uh, at Disafter Dark. And also facebook.com dot forward slash desert after dark. And also
2: there's a new uh Facebook community which I've I've set up as a little fan group for Disney fans, uh for podcasters, for everything like that. Um which is you uh, just need to search for a village of Disney fans on Facebook and um yeah so you can have conversations and stuff on there as well, because the page isn't, you know, the Facebook page, because of what it is, it's not as interactive as you'd like it to be. So at least this way, people can post what they want, when they want. And, um, yeah, so find us there as well. Um, Yeah, thank you, for everyone, for for joining. Thank you, dear listener, for uh, coming on the adventure. And we'll see you all in a couple of weeks' time.
0: Good one. See you, guys. Have a good Good
1: one. See you. Good night. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast is nearly the same as all the others. Yeah, some things don't change. (laughs) Should we jump on sofas like they do at the end of Men Behaving Badly then? (laughs) The problem with a
2: podcast is that I don't know how much the audio will travel, but you can always try. Okay. (laughs) I'm certainly not gonna like tell you not to. What your partners, you know, do with that, I, I you know, I can't say. <laughs> and um on that bombshell, we're out. Nice.